You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now there's a claim over here that the Prophet pledged allegiance on behalf of Uthman. Bayhaqi and others have narrated that when the Prophet commanded his companions to pledge allegiance, where was Uthman by the way? Remember from last class, where was Uthman? He was in Mecca. The Prophet sent him to negotiate with the Quraysh. So Uthman wasn't there. So the Prophet took his hand in the other hand and he said, I am pledging allegiance on behalf of Uthman. So there are claims that the Prophet did bay'ah on behalf of Uthman. We doubt these narrations. Why? Number one, Sunni reports claim that there were rumors when the bay'ah, why did the, when you ask the Sunnis, why did the Prophet even call on this bay'ah? They'll tell you because there were rumors that Uthman got killed. The Meccans killed him. Because remember he got delayed. So what were the Muslims saying? Uthman got killed. So the Prophet wanted to make sure that the Muslims won't abandon him because there are reports that Uthman has been killed. So how is it that the Prophet pledges allegiance on behalf, uh, on his behalf when he might have been killed? Like if someone is killed, you can't give bay'ah on their behalf. It doesn't make sense. So there's a possible contradiction between the narrations that claim the Prophet pledged allegiance on behalf of Uthman and the narrations that state Muslims thought he got killed. These two don't add up. These two don't add up. That's the first observation. The second observation here, why we refute this hadith. Not just Uthman went to Mecca. Remember from our class previously, we mentioned the names of 10 other companions who went to Mecca on behalf of Rasulullah. Why didn't the Prophet do the bay'ah on their behalf? Why only on Uthman? There are 10 others stuck in Mecca, held as captives, and maybe they got killed too. Why are you only giving bay'ah on behalf of Uthman? What about those 10 other companions? They don't deserve for you to do the bay'ah for them? See, that makes us doubt that this was just made, you know, as a virtue for Uthman. And then there are reports that when Uthman returned from Mecca to Hudaybiyah, the Prophet went again, he sat under the tree, and then he officially did the bay'ah from him. We, this is also dubious, we doubt that as well, because it's unlikely that the Prophet went again all the way to that tree and he sat there just for Uthman, so he would give him allegiance. And secondly, if the Prophet supposedly did allegiance on his behalf, no need to do it again. Khalas, the Prophet, you did it on behalf of Uthman. Why go again and stage another allegiance? So we honestly dispute that. The final point here before we conclude, what happened to the tree of Ridwan, very briefly? Nah. Remember that green tree that the Prophet sat under to get the allegiance? It has been narrated by Nafi' and other sources that during the Caliphate of Umar ibn al-Khattab when he was the Caliph, it came to his attention that people would go to that tree and they would pray by it, seeking the barakah of this place because it's an important event mentioned in Quran. He threatened them, don't go there, don't pray there. But People didn't listen. So he ordered for the tree to be cut. That blessed tree where the Prophet sat under, and they consider it such a big virtue for the Sahaba, their own Khalifa cut it. 
Later, Omar passed by that area and he asked the companions, where was the tree? It's like he wants to test them to see if they still pay attention to where it is and try to seek the blessing of the area. Some said here, some said there, because when you cut a tree, it gets lost. You know, you don't exactly know where it is. They disputed. So he said, Omar said, when they started arguing, just travel, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah the, the, the tree's out of the way. We are critical of Omar for doing this. This is a blessed tree that Rasulullah sat under. Who gave you the right to go and cut that tree? They'll make the argument, Salafis, yeah, Omar has to protect deen and people were worshipping the tree. Who worshipped the tree? Who worshipped the tree? People go there, they pray there, they remember Rasulullah being there. They're praying to Allah. What's the matter with you? They're praying to Allah. No, another. I saw one of them, another one saying, yeah, because Umar wanted people just to go to Masjid al-Haram and not to make another Masjid al-Haram by the tree. Who was attempting to do that? If you're traveling on your way to Mecca and you, and you pass by a tree that's still green and alive and they tell you the Prophet sat here and you pray to Rak'ah to Allah to remember the Prophet, are you doing something wrong? Are you making another Masjid al-Haram? What kind of sick philosophy is this? So unfortunately, he, he cut the tree and we are critical of him for doing that, yes. That's something that he also banned, you know, um, women for instance. Omar was very critical of women crying on the dead. He was very critical and he would beat women for doing that. And you know who he beat? Mm -hmm. No, not his sister. His sister early on. Early on when she became Muslim in Mecca, he beat her to the point of making her bloody. This is before he had become Muslim. But later, when he just became Khalifa, Caliph, who did he beat with his stick? The sister of Abu Bakr. When Abu Bakr died, Aisha, the daughter of Abu Bakr, she invited the woman over to her house and they were crying. Her father is the Khalifa, she's crying, and so the other women are crying. The, the sister of Abu Bakr, some narrations state her name was Um Farwa. The sister of Abu Bakr was also there crying. You know what Omar does? According to Sahih Hadiths, Omar comes by the house and he tells them, get out of the house. You don't have the right to gather here and cry. They ignore him. Women are sitting crying. So he tells one of his companions, Omar, when they don't listen to him. By the way, this isn't Sunni sources. I'm not citing any Shia sources here. I can share with you the references if you're interested. We know what Omar does. He tells one of his friends, his companions, he tells him, go into their gathering and get them out by force. Now women sitting in a house covered, some of them not wearing hijab. Is it appropriate you who claim to be the Khalifa of the Prophet to send a man to intrude in a woman's gathering? Honestly, which decent person does that? Seriously. So he goes in and he pulls them out. One of the ladies who's dragged out, dragged, dragged, is who? The sister of Abu Bakr. And Omar had a dirra. Dirra is a stick. It's a stick that he would use. Omar hit her with the stick, according to Sunni sources. And they tell you, is it possible that he attacks the house of Fatima? Habibi, if he's going to hit the sister of the Khalifa who appointed him to be the Khalifa, 
for crying on him. Crying, shedding tears and yelling and crying. If he's willing to hit her, you don't think he's going to hit the Prophet's daughter for a bigger event like Khilafah, like power? If you're willing to hit the sister of the Khalifa that you love, the Khalifa who made you Khalifa, Abu Bakr appointed Umar, otherwise he would never smelt Khilafah in his life. Abu Bakr is the one who appointed him as the Khalifa. He had the biggest favor on him. He hit his sister for crying on him, for crying on him. He hit her. Now you think if Fatima challenges him and she defends the Imam of his time and she exposes them, they won't attack her house? Wallah, they'll burn everything in that house. If you're willing to hit the sister of your Khalifa just for crying, what kind of threat are you doing when you're just crying in a house? For something so banal like that, mundane like that, crying, he, he hit her according to Sunni sources. And then these Muslims, no, it's impossible. How would he attack the house of Fatima? It's not possible. Well, go study his personality and you'll see that.